0: Into hour number two. Thanks again to Winkster for hanging out with us for the first hour. I uh, believe he's planning on doing that all week, and we could not be happier about that. Uh, so what now? <laughs> it's you and me and Colin. Colin, I understand you had probably a better weekend than most football fans in the area, huh? <laughs> Just hanging around, having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually um I, I made... Some some more sort of noteworthy progress uh, over the weekend. I am now on the very last hole on my belt. Look at you. So... Finally made it through, and, and I was on the first hole like forever. And then now it's I'm onto the last one. If 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 more weight comes off, which it probably will, I will have to go out and get me a new belt. That's awesome, man, <laughs> Because I remember like when I started my
1: whole weight loss thing, I was I didn't go buy a new belt. I was punching holes punching
0: holes in it, yeah, in my belt to make sure it would still fit. I thought about it because I actually really like this belt, but it, the other side is now getting long enough that it's it's sticking out in a weird yeah. fashion. So I'm like, oh, okay, no. Nah. Awkward,
1: where like it fits through the loop, but then it kind of sticks out to the side. Yeah, it's not
0: long enough to hit that side loop. Yeah, right, right. So yeah, sooner or later, we'll we'll get it going and everything will be fine. Um, Here's a weird question for you, and I this is something I don't think we've ever talked about on the show before as concerns what's going on at the movies. But in this case, it was actually a TV movie. We'll get to the specifics on it here in a second. Are you a fan of body switch movies? Um. Depends. Just, is it a decent movie? I mean, it's all the same story, right?
1: Yeah, what's the, what's the original, Freaky, Freaky Friday, Friday is the original one. Yeah. I think that's the only one that I've seen. Did you of- see the original one or the or the Lindsay Lohan one? Probably the Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, one, I don't okay. remember at this point. Because
0: originally it was, uh, oh, who was in that? Jodie Foster was in the first one when she was like nine. Um... And yes, yeah, she was the star of Freaky Friday. I forget who the mom was, but it's it's all it's all good. Um, and yeah, it, I saw the Lindsay Lohan one
1: because I remembered it being Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, so that's right. the one that I saw in two thousand three.
0: Yeah, I saw that one too, and it was on the recommendation of a friend of mine who is a movie critic. And even though he is more than capable of having very highbrow discussions about art house films and things like that, he has this thing. For body switch movies. They're like his favorite guilty pleasure. He just, he absolutely loves them. There was one, uh, Fred Savage, who was the little kid who starred in The Wonder Years. He was in one, and I think it was Judge Reinhold from um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, who was the dad that he ended up switching with. The reason I ask is that... Um, Somebody asked if I just thought about getting new pants. I already have. It's just the belt doesn't. Yeah. Anyway. uh, So, yeah, the body switch movies. There's one on Netflix now that's a Christmas movie called Family Switch. Jennifer Garner is in this. She's the mom. Ed Helms is the dad. Uh, the kids are Emma Myers and Brady noon. I don't know who either one of them is, but it it doesn't much matter. I mean, like I said, the thing that the body switch movies all have in common is that they, they tell exactly the same story. It's all a matter of what the, what the gags are, you know, that's the only real difference in any of them is how are they going to make this awkward, well, this new movie, Family Switch, has started a controversy. Follow me on this one because, as we were talking about with Wink in the last hour, I am of the, increasingly of the opinion that we are extremely bored as a society and just looking for something to talk about. And if this isn't evidence of that, I don't know what is. So it all surrounds a particular scene in this movie. And what separates it from other movies that have been done like this is that you have two switches that happen at the same time. So you have this family, mom, dad, uh, boy, child, girl, child, who go to some planetarium and hijinks ensue. So the boy switches bodies with the dad and the girl switches bodies with the mom, which is fine. You know, again, here we go. It's another trying to squeeze one more body switch movie out and put a holiday theme around the entire thing. But the comments online started almost immediately after it was released on an unwitting public. Somebody said there, there's one with Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds that's really funny. Yeah, I'm I'm sure. <laughs> I, I'm sure that you know, there, there's all kinds of them out there, and it just proves that Hollywood's out of ideas, and they keep recycling the same thing over and over. But in this movie, as soon as it was released on an unwitting public, all of a sudden the internet went crazy. Can you believe they did what they did in this movie? It's horrible. And what they did is they had one particular scene where the parents, who are actually the kids in the bodies of the parents, throw a party because it's the holidays, don't you know? And during the party... One of the other characters notes that uh, they, they saw some article in a magazine or something that said that couples need a minimum of 12 kisses a day just to sustain the relationship. So you see what's coming, right? Now you have these two kids who are brother and sister in the bodies of their parents who are now being called upon by all the people at this party to kiss and the last thing that anybody who has a brother or a sister ever wants to do is kiss them. So they say, oh, yeah, well, you, uh, sure, we uh, yeah, we kiss each other all the time. And I'll, I'll give this to you right out of the article that came to us out of the Metro in the UK. They finally lock lips, both gagging throughout the highly uncomfortable moment. It's made clear in the scene that the siblings are repulsed by what they've just done, And some viewers who caught the flick on Netflix felt exactly the same way. There are people, (laughs) I swear this is true. There are people who are going online losing their minds because they sat down with their kids to watch a Christmas movie and were treated to what they're calling a scene of incest. Yeah, Uh uh-huh. Because two adults who are not related to each other and are actors playing the part of actors who have been infested by the bodies of their children, whom they don't even really have, kissed each other in this movie, and they're say, they're they're comparing that and saying that it's tantamount to incest, uh, according to uh, again commenters online. Go figure, the internet's angry about something. It must be a day that ends in Y. The random incest in Family Switch caught me so off guard. While another added, quote, The incest in Family Switch was not needed. <laughs> uh, thank you to the text line who just pointed out, those people realize that the kids weren't actually in their parents' bodies, right? Yeah, I'm not sure they do. I, I don't know what we have to do to explain that to them, but I think that... Um, If you're the type to get bunged up over what happens in a body switch movie, then you probably don't think real hard about a lot of things. I mean, far be it from me to rain on somebody's, you know, uh, manufactured outrage about a non-existent controversy, but wow. Uh, I, I think also somebody needs to explain to these people who are upset about this that kissing... Is not incest, okay? Um and there are, I'm sure, in families, I mean, we've we've talked to some about this before, about the fact that there are families who are much more um physically expressive of familial love than others. You know, there are parents who, you know, kiss their kids on the lips, and that's just their thing. That's what they do. That's that's how they show each other affection. And it doesn't mean that they're having sex. Of course it doesn't. And it's not incest. Now, that was not my experience. (laughs) You know, my family didn't do it that way. But okay. You know, again, you do whatever you're comfortable with and whatever you were raised around. So, uh, yeah, the idea that somebody's making this into something that's worthy of losing their minds on the Internet over it, I think is maybe a tad much. Um, if you happen to see this movie, I would ask a couple of questions. First of all, why? <laughs> why were you watching a body switch Christmas movie on Netflix? And second of all, when that scene came up, I mean, the idea that we can't even do something that's... I mean, the whole point, as we said before, the whole point of having a body swap movie is to do something that would be cringy, and that that's what drives the humor. That's, wh- that's where the, the jokes come from, is, you know, you have a child who's forced into an adult world and an adult who's forced to get along as a kid. So in this case, yeah, I mean, it's the obvious joke. But again, if you're expecting highbrow humor out of a body swap family Christmas movie, I think you went into it with the wrong expectations. Uh, Were you really looking for Oscar Wilde out of that? Because I don't think you're going to find it there. So uh, if you've got something you would like to add in about this, I mean, am I missing something? Because what I'm waiting for is I'm waiting for somebody to take it the next step because th- this is the world that we live in now where it's not just going to be people complaining and kvetching about it online. That where this is going to end up is that Netflix is going to be accused of trying to promote incest. <laughs> That's, because, that, I mean, those kind of conspiracy wackos are exactly the ones who would sit down and watch a Jennifer Garner body swap Christmas movie. So just wait. As far as I know, it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't gotten quite there yet. But it's only a matter of time. Grab a phone line, 913-586-7798. 913-586-7798. John Grayson here with you. Uh, Colin, taking your calls in the other room and plenty more to come on one KMBZ. 1120 the time, one KMBZ. John Grayson here with you. Uh, Jamie Monticelli's vacation continues. Uh, she'll be back with us on Monday. I'm sure with a lot of stories to tell. So uh, that said we'll go back to we'll go to the phones if you want to jump in 913-586-7798 we're talking about this this latest body swap movie that I have not seen but the relevant part of it is that you have a mom and a dad who switch places with their their kids uh, brother and sister and at some point the brother and sister are called upon to kiss each other in the bodies of the parents and you know it's it's funny because The people who are throwing a fit about this are missing the point that, yeah, it's a cheap, easy joke, but it's it's the kind of thing that's aimed at exactly the people that they're pretending to want to protect. It's aimed at the kids who would sit there and have every, um, you know, every bit and understanding of exactly how little they want to kiss their brother or sister. So it's funny. They'll sit there and go, ew, and laugh at it, and yet the adults apparently just don't get it. So shouldn't shock anybody. Let's go to Noah and Gardner. Hey Noah. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind?
2: uh, uh well, I was just hearing you talk about this. I haven't actually seen the movie on Netflix, but it does remind me a lot about uh movies like Back to the Future. Uh I don't know if you're familiar, but Back to the Future was originally rejected by Disney because of the premise or the plot point of where Marty McFly kisses his mother in the car yep. scene.
0: Yes, I, I didn't uh, know that, that it had actually gone that far as the production company, but I do remember the scene you're talking about, sure.
2: Yeah, it was rejected by Disney for the same reasons as incestuous, how they've seen it and everything. But, I mean, <laughs> when you watch the movie, it's kind of silly to think of it in that way because it's, it's the joke. It's the That's the controversy. It's the joke. It's not going to play with everybody, but. I mean, even other movies like Luke and Leia and Star Wars. Uh, yes. Like they're, they're, uh, there's lots of different – and these are like family-friendly movies where this stuff happens. And, and again, they're, they're not saying – they're not promoting incest. It's silly to think that they are, um, in my opinion. Um, and I'm not saying that this Netflix movie is going to be the next Back to the Future or Star Wars and stuff. Um Oh, it's
0: just kind of silly, uh, fake rage almost. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, oh, I completely get like, it. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, well said, man. Thank you. Thanks very much for the telephone call. And that's the thing: is it really doesn't matter whether whether this is a movie that's going to you know become the next Star Wars or the next Christmas classic or whatever. It doesn't it, at that point make any difference. Uh, you know whether a hundred people see it or whether a million people see it. But as a couple of you have pointed out on the text line, you know, Jennifer Garner did. It wasn't so much a body switch movie, but the movie 13 Going on 30, where she, as a 13-year-old, all of a sudden leaps forward into the body of her 30-year-old self and is in that same kind of fish-out-of-water situation where she's now, she now has to deal with herself as an adult, not having any of the background of having lived through it. So, you know, still thinks that she's friends with her high school friends and all of this stuff. Um, the other one that that was brought up, and this is even more to the point, is the movie Big with Tom Hanks, which very much has become a classic. I mean, that that movie was brilliantly done, and yet what we all sort of forget happened in that movie is that he ends up in the body of... I don't know how old Tom Hanks was, was probably right around there, 30, 35, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, But he ends up in the body of his adult self with a child's sensibilities and still ends up sleeping with the girl that he's working with. So, yeah, I mean, that's a little troublesome if you dig too far into it. But then you remember, oh, wait, it's a movie and it's complete fantasy as much as we might want to, you know, be big when we're not or, you know, to be 30 when we're actually 13 or to you know swap bodies and be younger again or whatever it is that those things don't happen. So it really doesn't, I mean, any of the, of the wild things that could happen along the way don't really make a difference because it's a fantasy. Some people seem to have a little bit of trouble with that. Um, now on that front, if, You know, if if there is another sort of analog that you can see through to this, it goes back to, again, a conversation that we've had many, many times here on the program, which is why did things like this, why was it that we would watch a movie like that and it never occurred to us? I'm trying to remember, the, the Luke and Leia kiss, was it in the same movie where he finds out she's his sister? I don't think it was. I don't think it is. Yeah, so even then... I mean, yeah, it was still part of the same storyline, but it was a movie or two removed. I think it happens
1: in episode four, and I think he finds that in episode five.
0: It's in and Empire Emperor Strikes Sims. Back. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, even that is, you, know, you at least have that kind of separation in time from the story. But, uh, I mean, it, it's just so strange to, I guess, live in a time where, where things like that that we used to laugh off as being harmless fluff, which, by the way, it is, and now we have to kind of wrap ourselves up into some kind of controversy about it. I mean, somebody somebody on the text line said, well, they have to have something to whine about. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's not like we live in a time that's devoid of real things to whine about. Or to, you know, to discuss in heated terms and things like that. But it just seems like, I mean, maybe it's because it's simple. Maybe that's why it's attractive, is it doesn't really mean anything. You know, nobody's going to die over it. So it, it's a safe reason to just complain about something that, you know, that, that can make you look like you're the good guy. You know, coming to save humanity from the scourge of of kids kissing their sisters in the body of their parents. Yeah, thanks, I guess. Um, coming up after the bottom of the hour, we have some corners to turn and some more things to toss in your direction. Uh, there's another thing that has been shared a zillion times on the Internet That's I, I know this may come as a shock to you. Not everything you read on the Internet is true. And there's another one coming up. We'll tell you what it is and what the real story is behind it, which is the fact that it's just a simple lie. But there's a kind of a question in the middle of that as well. We'll get to it all just ahead. John Grayson here with you. Again, if you want to join in, 913-586-7798, 913-586-7798. Plenty more on the way, uh, on the phones, on the text line, whatever it is, whatever way you want to participate in the program, just make it happen here on a Monday on one KMBZ. Doing our thing on a Monday, John Grayson here with you, 981 KMBZ, uh, 913-586-7798 will get you here either on the phones or on the text line. Um, you may have seen, and I actually saw some of this before, I saw the article debunking it, but figured, okay, here we go again. Articles flying around the internet about the, the idea that there is a fourth stimulus check coming. I, I want to say this loud and clear, there is not. Okay, it's not going to happen. I don't know when this started. It's actually gone on a couple of times since 2021. 2021. Where I mean, there was initially some debate about it, but that happened in early 2022 and was quickly denied. So, um, yeah, the idea that there's another economic stimulus check coming, frankly, it isn't needed. Um, We have more disposable income and we're spending money like crazy right now. So (laughs) those those aren't really the circumstances under which the government starts talking about sending out economic stimulus checks. But if you've seen it thinking, ooh, hey, all right, we might get another... No, no. I I hate to break your heart. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. But like I said before, not everything you read on the internet is factual. I know it's crazy, but it does happen. I do wonder why. I, I wonder this about death hoaxes. I wonder this about, you know, celebrity death hoaxes, where somebody will start a rumor that, oh, I don't know, um name a celebrity that oh, this person died and then it'll catch fire on the internet and then very quickly people will f- you know, point out, no, they're very very much still alive. they're fine. everything's cool. So what's what's the charge? Can somebody explain that to me? What is the charge that somebody gets out of starting a rumor like that online? And I mean, is it just sort of setting a fire and watching it grow? Because you know, I mean, it doesn't really accomplish anything. So you convinced a lot of people that something that's false is true. They'll eventually find out that it's true. And in the meantime, what? It's like, ooh, I won the game. I got people to pass around my stupid rumor. Uh, good, I, I guess. But I don't know that it really accomplishes much of anything. Um all right. If somebody said, yeah, there's uh, lots of annoying YouTube advertisements about a stimulus that seem like scams. Oh, they are. Yeah. Um, and and maybe that's what it is. I mean, it, I think even calling it a scam might be giving it too much credit because and, and I say this in need of some explanation, at least with a scam, you get money. You know that's not an excuse, and this is the explanation that that sounds like me advocating running scams. It's anything but, but at least I could understand why somebody would run a scam. You know if it was a matter of um, there's a stimulus check coming, so send me money, and I'll tell you how to get yours or something. Then you it's still horrible behavior, and it's lying for profit, but I mean they wouldn't be the first, and they won't be the last. So at least you could understand why somebody would do it. But just the idea of setting the world on fire just to watch it burn never really got that one. For some reason someone just texted in Kevin Bacon. I saw that. Oh, I was, was it was, was he the uh the subject of a Death Hoax? I have no idea. But
1: I think it's funny <laughs> that we just get a random text that just says Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, now we we've, we've we're each a degree closer, I think. Um I will I'll do that every so often i didn't do it this morning cuz i kind of ran out of time but every so often especially on a monday i'll come in and look through the text line for those like you'll see one every so often that'll just say it's not a it's not a buzzard it's a kestrel and i'm like oh uh and it's like the only thing on the entire page that refers to anything about birds, right? And it's just that yeah. one text. And I'm like, what happened that, in the show? Yet, like, what were they talking about? Yeah, and, yesterday? and sometimes it's when there's not even a show on, like a live yeah. show on. I, I I do love getting uh, you know just looking at the text between six and seven p.m. when the bonus hour of Dana and Parks is on, with people who will text in something that they hear during the bonus hour, and not realizing that, that that's not live. And then get upset because nobody texts them back. (laughs) It's like, why aren't you people listening to me? It's because they're not here. Uh, So, yeah, that might have something to do with it. Uh, Somebody said, yeah, they had Betty White dying every other week until she finally died. Yeah, just before her 100th birthday. Yeah, she was 99. Um, Yeah, that's true. I, I do remember that. But sometimes it'll happen with somebody who is still fairly young. That you would not expect to die. Now, that that does happen every so often. We just lost uh, the guy from Friends a little while ago.
1: Matthew Perry. Matthew
0: Perry. And he was, what, 54, I think? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's not 16, but
1: it's it's not 100 either. I so. wonder if they've been occurring less and less. I feel like I haven't heard. Like, when was the last time you heard a celebrity death hoax? It's Yeah, it's pretty easy to it, check now. It, yeah, but I'm thinking like a big... I can't remember the last
0: time. One that, yeah, that somebody had to print a retraction over yeah, exactly. or something like that. Yeah, you're right. It's probably been a good six, seven years maybe. Uh, and, I yeah, I'm even having trouble coming up with a name yeah. of somebody yeah. that was the subject of one of them. Um, oddly enough, I think Bjork was. I don't know why her name popped into my head just now, but I'm pretty sure that it, at some point Bjork, that there was, and it last. I mean, the problem with them is they last like eight hours. You know what I mean? It's like it it happens and then everybody's talking about it and then poof, it's like, no, she's fine. And everybody just kind of drifts off and forgets the whole thing ever happened. But I'm pretty sure that, yeah, of all celebrities. And and that's usually the ones that it tends to be because they're not that well known. You know what I mean? Like it it, it usually happens like ten years after they become really famous. When they're not so famous anymore, and nobody's checking on them every day, and finding out that oh no, she's actually in concert tonight, <laughs> you know. Text line says Tony Dow. Oh, oh, uh, and we're
1: getting more yeah uh, texts about Kevin Bacon.
0: Tony Dow the- was uh, Leave It to Beaver. He was the older brother. Uh, he was Wally on Leave It to Beaver. Yeah, you're right. There was a, there was a death hoax. Adam Sandler. Somebody said Hulk Hogan seems to die pretty regularly. Um, Yeah, uh, there was something. Oh, what did I see? Because there's a distinction to draw here. And somebody on the text line said it's just clickbait. It's to get you to click on an article. Sometimes that's true. Um, But other times it's just anonymous stuff that it's not really an article. It's just something that gets passed around on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever that people just start talking about it. It kind of grows organically. One person says it, and then it just catches fire and goes from there. What did I see? There was, a, there was a story about some kid who was a child star, and the tagline, like the clickbait on the article was, this is what happened to this celebrity just before he, this former child star, just before he died. And I thought, he died? And then clicked on the article and found out that, no, nothing horrible happened to him, and he's still very much alive. So, uh, like I said, people just get bored. Um, I want to turn from there into something that I think might be on the the more amusing side of what happens on the Internet. Because an article crossed the desk today under the headline, (laughs) and I love the way, we're begging you. Just use your generation's slang. I happened to catch a little bit of a conversation from Dana and Parks. I think it was Friday afternoon. And they were talking about the the new list of like Gen Z slang had come out. And they were throwing some of these terms back and forth. A couple of them I had heard before but never really, you know, connected with anything. One of them was Riz. They were, they were having a blast with Riz. If you don't know from Riz, Riz is a shortened version of charisma. So if you have the Riz, then you're, you know, desirable. You're hot. People want to hang out with you. You know, they, that's it's, – it's the it, you know, uh, like that, that person has it. Well, that's now Riz. And the whole point of this article out of Business Insider is that people my age should under no circumstances ever use the term Riz in conversation. And I have to say, and I don't know why, I find myself agreeing. Um, As a matter of fact, from time to time, like almost for comedic effect or just because, you know, it's it's a kind of a forced irony, which doesn't really exist, but. Again, another topic for another day. I will use slang that's older than me. And like I said, I do it for comedic effect. Um, I use the word dude a lot. And dude was kind of there when I was a kid, but it really saw its heyday about 15 years earlier. And I'll use, you know, terms like groovy because that's that's my parents slang. You know, that's the stuff that they did. All the hippie stuff. That was way before me. Well, not way before me, but it was before me um, and way before I started using language. So I think it's funnier to go back that way, like to hear somebody now use the term, hey, man, that's groovy. In 2023, it just sounds funny to my ear. If you disagree, that's fine. But whatever, we can we can debate what's funny and what isn't some other time. But I agree with the idea of. Uh, it's like the the Steve Buscemi thing, you know. The greetings, fellow kids. <laughs> it's it's just so cringy. It it comes off as just trying too hard. You know, I, I don't want to sound like I'm 20 because I'm not 20. So if I try, it's it's like, oh yeah, look at that guy trying to you know trying to act like he's still a kid. No, no, have no desire to do that. So what what are like, what are the, the words and terms that anybody our age, and when I say us, I mean anybody who is, like, 35-plus. If you're between 35 and 55, what should you never, ever say? Because it's going to come off as that sort of desperate attempt to stay young. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I'm, I'm aware of riz and its connotation. And outside of this conversation, I will never, ever use that term. Just because, out of respect, I mean, each generation has its own slang. Let them have it. It's fine. I don't even need to understand it, really. Uh, I'll just kind of, you know, uh, infer from the rest of the conversation what you might have meant when you said a word I've never heard before. (laughs) So if you want to jump in, and, and if you happen to have a favorite, if there's one, like I use Groovy and Dude, if there's one that you rely on, whether it fits your age or not, What, what's your absolute favorite? What, what's your sort of verbal crutch, that slang term that you use just so that you can get people to look at you and go, did you really just say far out? Did that just come out of your, far out? Really? You know what year it is, right? 913-586-7798. We'll get to it coming up. John Grayson here with you. We'll check in on the text line. (laughs) Oh, and the text line's already hitting a lot of the ones that just make my skin crawl. I was called bro over the weekend.
1: I am smiling ear to ear. This is a hilarious conversation. And the text line is making
0: my day. Bro, dope. There's another one. Oh, that's so dope. Yeah, I've never said that. I mean, outside of just now. (laughs) Somebody said groovy. Keep talking because I'm really feeling old now, dude. (laughs) My apologies. That was not my intent. We'll get to you on the phones in just a couple. Stay with us. John Grayson here with you on 98.1 KMBZ.
2: How do you do, fellow kids? What?
0: Valley girl, she's a valley girl. Valley girl, she's a girl. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, just talking a little about slang and about staying in your lane. I remember all the valley girl stuff. Uh, somebody actually on the text line said, I still use gnarly. <laughs> oh, that is right out of California, circa 1983. So, yeah, um... Yeah, are, are there terms that you find yourself using, like the slang terms that even though they're completely out of date right now, uh, that you still try to throw them into conversation? Somebody else said, hey, man, stop making people feel old. You're really harshing the vibe, dude. <laughs> all right uh colin you said you're smiling ear to ear about this jump in man what are the slang terms that that you think somebody my age uh or a little younger a little older should probably stay away from
1: maybe all of them maybe i don't know
0: man i don't know
1: (laughs) it's like you said it's just that that cringe factor i think is the the big thing and it's one of those where i think you'd have to Kind of throw them at me to give you a, I, you know, somebody, somebody off, suggested off the it, dome, off the top of the head, I don't think I could give you a, a solidified answer.
0: Somebody on the text line suggested I stay far away from use of the term no cap. Safe to say that, that that's not going to sound right coming out of me. It's like, oh, you no cap. Do know what it means? That's like yeah it's like really like no lie right it's yeah, yeah yeah okay I feel like that's the other thing about it is if you use it and you don't know what it means that <laughs> yeah, makes it even, worse that's even worse Yeah uh in fact um some of it's it's regional too my uncle every so often will pull out no ack which is a, a uh it's a, a thing that was used in Hawaii it's a, like the pigeon thing um where it means no act or be who you are don't lie be real and so in Hawaii it's like oh come on man no act so it's it's hilarious when he uses it (laughs) because you know very few people around here would even know what that means uh but yeah at least that stuff is common or was common to, to, to his age group at the time that that was going around we'll go to the phones and jump in and bring in Matt in Lee's Summit hello Matt well, hello, John. Groovy topic, dude. Uh, sorry. Thanks, man. So, uh,
2: mine is uh, mine is cool, but uh, mainly in text and email, I spell it K E W L, and my daughters just cringe
0: and say, "Stop trying to be like that." So, Isn't that I think funny? it's
2: cool. <coughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, well and, and I use cool all the time. Um but if I write it out, I don't do that. So yeah. Uh, well, now do you maybe, do it maybe start it up, dude. Start <laughs> yeah, friend, dude. You got it. Now do you do it just to make them cringe? Is it because of their reaction?
2: Uh, I do I not used to, but absolutely I do now.
0: At a boy. All right, keep it up, Matt. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for getting in. How about Sue and Gardner up next? Hi, Sue.
2: Hi. Oh, one thing that drives me right up the wall is when, yes, yeah, somebody's telling me a story and every other word is, you know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Again. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Man. Yeah. Okay. I know.
0: <laughs> yeah. You can stop asking me now. I'm I'm hip. Oh, I, know. <laughs> I know. There's another be one crazy. being hip, especially when it's it's smashed into one word where it's like, yeah. you, know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was yeah, like, what? Right. What? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All okay, right. So I know what you're saying. Thanks. We, we will take it off the list. Thank you so much for getting in. How about to the Northland next where Josh is standing by? Hey, Josh.
2: Hey, guys. The one that I'd have to say is Gucci. I, That's Gucci. Calling something Gucci. And, and that means? Uh, to my... I'm not a... i am not I mean, I'm 33. So, uh... I think, it like, people use it to refer to something being cool or nice. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> Which, I, I mean. I, I won't ever use it personally.
0: <laughs> Good. Yeah, I'm, on one level that kind of makes sense because, I mean, back when I was in high school, Gucci purses were the thing you wanted. That was. But that was a long time ago, so I don't even know if actual Gucci is still Gucci yeah, it, anymore.
1: It, it means cool, essentially. Is that it? got
0: it? All right. You got it right, Josh. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean, does anybody still carry Gucci bags anymore? Is, is that still a thing?
1: I, not I, in our neck of the woods. Right? I, think, I feel like it's more of a, a coast type thing, east, west coast thing, but uh, not not in the Midwest. Maybe. Yeah.
0: I, boy, there was, uh, well, what was the car? I want to say, and, and text line, feel free to hop on me if I'm wrong about this, that it was a Cadillac Seville that came out around 1984 or 85. The Seville predated that. It, it was around a little while before that. But there was a, a model of Seville that came out in the mid-'80s that was the Gucci Seville. It was horrifyingly ugly. It was awful. It, it was... They were all tan. And they had a tan Landau top where it's got the like the, the vinyl top that only starts halfway back and then goes all the way pa- you know, back past the back window. and And it was... It had the, the three stripes, the, uh, the red and green stripes that went over the top of it. And the Landau top was stamped with the Gucci logo with the two interlock G's. It was the worst looking car since like the AMC Pacer. Oh, man, those things were hideous. And in Tampa, for whatever reason, they were extremely popular. Um, I think there may have been an ethnic component to that, but yeah, I mean, for whatever reason, they were just all over the place. And I mean, cars of that era weren't terribly attractive anyway. So to find one that was really the, the worst of the lot, I'm going to have to look up and find out when the Gucci Cadillac came out, but yeah, I will also stay away from using Gucci to mean cool. Um, <laughs> are there any column that you think of as sounding old? That that if you use a particular slang term, it immediately dates you.
1: That's tough because I feel like I don't use a lot of. That's what I'm saying. Like if you came to me with with the words, I could probably tell you. Yeah, but like off, it... off the top of my head, I can't think
0: of. <laughs> bro, came up again. So if I if I come in every morning and I'm like, "Hey, Colin, what's up, bro?" I mean, <laughs> see, that's what I mean. You uh, know what I'm saying? It just. It just makes me want to laugh. <laughs> Good. Well, that, that's what we were going for. <laughs> wow. uh, I'm going to go through a couple of these, well, as much as we can. We're down to a few seconds in the hour. Cool beans came in a lot.
1: I like cool beans.
0: Uh, somebody said whoopsie-daisy. That's a little that's old. That's a funny one. Bogus. Um, definitely mid-80s. Yeah, keep these coming in because you're making both of us laugh. We'll do some more talking after the top of the hour. Noon New news is next on 98.1 KMBZ.